How do you fix a pipe that's been damaged by a freeze? Your driveway is starting to crack. Does that mean you live in a crack house? How do you drill into the siding of your home without breaking it? And mold growing in the closet, how do you get rid of that? All that and more on the super podcast of Texas Home Improvement. Here's Jim Dutton. We are talking freeze a little bit here. And, and you can go to THIPro.com and find all the links to the people you hear me talk about that can help you with, you know, making your house more comfortable for cold weather. But let's talk about what happens once a pipe freezes. How are you going to fix it? You know, uh, if we get a, a really bad freeze, again, I don't think this is going to be that way, but if we get a lot of bad freezes, plumbers are going to be swamped. And so sometimes it falls on you to do the initial prep work. So here's what I would recommend. Find out what size pipes you have in your home. Are they PVC? Are they copper? You got PEX? Find out what you got and go to your building store, your, your box store, Lowe's, Home Depot, Ace Hardware, any, any of these kind of places, and get some fittings in order to stop the leaks in your home. And what do I mean by that? Well, uh, you can get some shark bites. That's good for the copper. That's good for the uh, pecs. You, you got to get the right size for what you have. And so if a pipe does freeze, you can cut out the 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 part that split or whatever, use the shark bite to put it back together. It's just a, a fitting where the pipes just slide into it, lock into place, and seal stuff up. Uh, the, the fittings I would tell you to get more of, though, is caps because you may not be comfortable putting the pipes back together. But if you shut the water off and you can cut the pipe and cap it, the rest of the pipes in the home can still be used then. Now, of course, depending on where the, the pipe froze and broke, you may not have water to the rest of the house, but at least you don't have running water. Uh, you know, by that, I mean water that's dumping into your house and causing issues. But um, get caps for plugging pipes because a lot of times it may be just the water line going to a bathroom or the kitchen sink or something like that where you can isolate it and not have to have the water off to the entire home until plumbers can get there. And again, uh, you know, if you're comfortable, hey, you can fix these pipes if they freeze uh, on, on your own. But the bigger thing I would tell you is if you're going to try to go pick up some materials, also see if you can get some pipe wrap, you know, the, the stuff that looks like a noodle, only smaller, more flexible. Uh, some of the, the stuff that's available for wrapping pipes that we don't think about is they actually have electric wraps it's just a wire you wrap it around the pipes and when you get freezing weather you can plug it in and it keeps the pipe warm so there, there's all kinds of options available out there but once it freezes you're not going to find any of this stuff in fact i'm not sure you'll find it today but since we're not free going below freeze until tuesday night you 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 still got time to get this stuff taken care of but again uh you can use just a uh, a towel or blankets and things like that to protect pipes as well anyways we'll let that go now uh we're like i said uh we are expecting freezing weather and it, it could be a problem for you but uh we shall see so Let's jump into a, an email question. 
Robert sends in a question saying, had a new roof installed, asking about flashing around gables, especially does flashing go on outside of the fascia board or inside? Now the water touches the wood first and runs under, then touches flashing. Isn't the flashing a barrier to protect the wood? Yeah, it actually is. So you're talking about the fascia boards. Typically, um, the way flashing goes, and I'm not sure how it's getting to your fascia boards because that's normally the drip edge uh, where the water comes off the roof. There's a metal drip edge that's tucked up under the shingles, hangs over the fascia boards and the little trim board, uh, and keeps the water from ever touching the fascia boards. Uh, flashing itself is normally where the siding is meeting the shingles, and the flashing will normally go up behind the siding, and that keeps water that gets on the shingles and, and runs down the roof from going in behind onto your wall. So or around the fireplace and, and places like that. So, um, you know, and you were asking about gables and things like that, but normally that's that's more getting into the drip edge than it, than it is the flashing. So, uh, yeah, if they've got it where it's going down behind the wood, though, no water should be allowed to go down behind the wood. Now, I just explained the way the flashing does go up behind the siding, but that's because it's not trying to keep the water from getting onto the siding. It's trying to keep it from going behind it and into the living space. The way you got to look at anything that you're doing with a, a roof or, and, and water is as the water runs down, is it going to go under the materials or over it? And you always want, whether it's the shingles, the flashing, the drip edges, everything for the water to come down over the top of the previous material and to keep going without tucking up under any of your materials. That's the kiss of death. When when you're trying to have to use caulking to keep it from going under materials, uh, no matter what you do, it's going to be a temporary fix. Why don't we head into a call here real quick? Hey, Jim. Um I'm a transplant down from Indiana, and I normally never had this issue before, but my driveway is starting to crack. And um, right now with Biden economics, I can't afford to replace my driveway. So what do you have suggestion-wise of uh, like a portable sealer filler for that crack until I can afford to uh, replace it? How wide a crack is it? It's about, uh, about the biggest crack I have is about a half inch wide. Okay. Yeah, um, it, the reason it's doing that, the reinforcing isn't where it's supposed to be. I'm sure it's got wire mesh, and it's under the concrete instead of in it. Uh, anytime the oh, crack I'm, gets, I'm... yeah, anytime that crack yeah. gets wider than about a sixteenth of an inch, it, it's because the steel's under it instead of in it. Um, yeah, I, I'm assuming that. And in Indiana, our you know it's poured a lot deeper and stuff to get below the fruit the frost line, right? Yep. So I never run into that before, and I think I don't think it's that that deep either. The concrete isn't. Oh no, it's it's going to be four inches at at the most. Yeah, at the most. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, do you have any, any suggestions of uh, putting any kind of like a like a, a foam feel or or like a foam piece down, and then put some sealer on top of it or anything? Something that I well, can for a crack add that's, a little life to it. 
that is that size, uh, you'd actually want to use an epoxy. And because that crack is, is wise, as wide as it is, what you would do is actually put sand in the crack and the epoxy goes in then to the sand and it binds everything sure. together. Um, and you know, that'll, that'll be the best way to, uh, to seal it up. And they do have those okay. epoxies available, uh, in, in, uh, tubes. So it's, it's not like it's something you got to mix up by hand and, and do a bunch of stuff. You can literally get just the, the fine grade sand, put it down into the crack and, and, uh, put the epoxy on top and just let it soak down in and set everything up. Okay. Thanks. You bet. Hey, good afternoon, Jim. I have two questions. One, you were talking about tankless hot water heaters. What is the yes. maintenance that one should do on those things? You know, it depends on the water heaters. Some of them, uh, especially the older ones, required them to be flushed out and cleaned once a year. The newer ones typically don't require that. And so it's going to depend on what you have for a water heater and, and the particular manufacturer you have. Uh, I personally okay. use a brand called Navion, and you don't have to do anything with it. Okay. Mine's about two and a half years old, so I'll do You should be okay. What, what brand is it? You know, I don't remember. I'll have to open the door and look. Okay. The second question is I'd like to put up some of the little decorative lights at my house and i'll need to drill some holes in some party siding to yeah. uh, put some hooks what's the best way to drill that siding without breaking it oh it'll drill just like wood if you get too okay. close to the edge it'll break but you know if you're if you're drilling say uh an inch or more from the edge okay just drill, drill it just like you would wood okay sounds good thanks sir you have a great day you as well Hey, Joe sent me an email uh, from Spring, Texas. He says, need interior and exterior house painting. You know, I talk about Texas Remodel Team. They got their windows division and stuff, but they're a, a truly, you know, well, we've talked for 10 years about them being a full-time contractor. They just happen to have a windows division. So give Texas Remodel Team a call. They're in your area right there in Spring. So 281 612 5991 281 612 5991 and uh, they'll be able to help you out with that uh, problem that you're having there. Yeah, Jim, I've got a little mold problem. I had a blue heater that was about two and a half years old and he got sick, so I'd put pads down for him and washing them two, three, four times a day and unfortunately he died, but the with the washing so much, ended up putting some moisture into the vent pipe for the dryer and a little bit before the time for me to be cleaning it, but I guess I just, I put too much in and I got mold growing in the closet, on the master closet on the wall where the vent pipe goes up through for the discharge on the dryer. How did I get rid of that mold? And it is black mold because I can see it right on top of the carpet when I look in there. Well, look, if it's black mold, I mean, pretty much all molds are going to kind of look black to you. So I wouldn't let that part bother me too much. But as far as getting rid of it, first, 
uh, running your dryer vent shouldn't have caused something like this. Um, so there must be a, an, another issue going along with it. Uh, moisture is going to go out through the dryer vents. I mean, that's that's the whole purpose of it is to get the moisture out. Uh, and the fact that it's down in the carpet, uh, that kind of indicates to me that there may be more going on with this than, than just the dryer being used too much. So uh, I think you're going to need to open up the wall and take a look at it. You're going to need to take the carpet out. It's trash. It's not going to be usable anymore. Uh, so just get rid of that. Open up the wall. Let's see what's going on. Uh, and, and it actually may require some testing for the mold to, to see what needs to be done. I don't know how much of this you want to try to do yourself or how much you want to have done. Uh, you may want to talk to the folks over at Woodlands Water Restoration because this is one of the things that they specialize in is dealing with this type of, of situation. Whether you want to go through insurance or not, they can still help you out with it. But after you get the wall opened, take a look at the vent pipe, see if it's got some holes in it. But the other thing that you're really going to be looking for is, is there moisture coming in from outside somehow? Something that's not related to the dryer vent. Um, so... Again, if you want to call somebody who knows what they're doing with it, Woodlands Water Restoration, you can reach them at 281-576-8459. That's 281-576-8459. Give them a holler and uh, let them you know, kind of walk you through it. And you know, Even if you don't use them, they can uh, probably steer you in the right direction. Look, if, if you're having... Uh, any issues with the cold that's coming in, you know, just keep in mind, it's not going to stay below freezing all that long. Uh, open cabinet doors, below sinks and stuff, they're on outside walls. Keep heat in areas where the plumbing is. And if you can put up a, uh, uh, a little heat source in the attic, that will go a long ways towards protecting those pipes. But again, we're, we're only going to be down below freezing Two nights in a row, but not during the day. It'll heat up during the day, so I think most of us should be pretty much okay. Uh, just take a few precautions. I'm not one who tells you to keep the faucets dripping because, hey, waterfalls and rivers freeze. It takes more than that to protect your water pipes. But again, if you do end up with issues, do West Total Plumbing, my company. We'd be more than happy to come out and help you out. Uh, do make sure you to protect all the outside stuff like... Uh, irrigation supplies and pool equipment and stuff like that as well uh, and if your heating system goes out give due west uh, a call we can take care of your heating system as well it's all one number 713-473-7156 whether it's uh, plumbing air conditioning or foundation repair when you want the best you call due west again 713 713- 473-7156 and like everybody else you can go to thipro.com to find us there as well thanks for joining us for the super podcast of texas home improvement jim has lots more on youtube on the tv show and at thipro.com have a good one we'll see you next time